Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Broomstick with me, Matilda. Uh, for those of you that have come across me accidentally, my name is Matilda and I am a professional psychic medium here in Australia. Got just under 20 years of experience under my belt. And Beyond the Broomstick is all about that. Getting beyond the stuff we see on social media, media, digging a little bit deeper into information and demystifying some of the basics. And today we're going to talk about how I receive my messages, mentorship, mediumship training, if that's something that you are interested in, what to look for, how to tap into your own intuition and a little bit about my personal experience because everyone's experience is different and the big point of this podcast is to really show you that being a medium and being a psychic is not all about the Hollywood side of things that we see on television. People get the wrong idea of what we are able to see and what we can see and how we translate it. And that really does make for some really difficult experiences for people because they set their expectations on what they are shown and those aren't necessarily the expectations that you should have. That being said, we're going to jump in and first of all, I'm going to thank everyone that has joined me on my Patreon. So if you don't know, I have a, a Patreon page. It's The Real Medium Matilda, I think. It could be just The Medium Matilda. I'll double check that for you and I'll put it in the show notes. But... If you join my Patreon, you get access to an extra podcast. There'll be another prediction video. There's a, a great newsletter, or I think it's a great newsletter, that highlights other practitioners as well and talks about some basic information, things like manifesting and, and things that you may find interesting. And we're also building up towards having a bit of a Discord channel where you can chat with me and I'll be doing monthly meetings um, or monthly chat meetings if anyone's interested. Um, but first of all, we'll jump in and thank my wonderful Patreon subscribers. Yolanda Barksdale, Anna Banana, KC, Jennifer Rose, Tierney Hastings, Tasha Crandall, Thomas Rodriguez, Shirley, Heslandia, Kim, Buttons, Stephanie Ashworth, Catherine Kaleketa, and I know I've done that wrong, Catherine, I got the Catherine bit right, I'm so sorry, Sarah Jane, Lois, Laurie Rivers, Bev, Christy, Teresa, Francesca, Kindle and Carly. Thank you so much. You make this possible. And don't forget to comment on my Patreon on topics you want talked about, information you'd like me to do a deep dive into. You're paying for it. So you have to get what you want out of it. 
that's the whole point of it and we can cover the topics that the snowflakes don't particularly like me covering on social media now before i jump into my topic i'm going to apologize for any crunching noise you may hear i have buffy as my trusted assistant and he is currently dismantling a soft reindeer uh, no reindeers are hurt in the process it is a stuffed reindeer but he is strategically and very thoughtfully pulling every bit of stuffing out but that's okay we don't need a reindeer in january so as i said i'm going to talk about how i receive my messages now the messaging does differ sometimes between when i'm doing psychic readings and mediumship readings I'm going to preface this first of all by saying when I do mediumship readings I, I keep them to a minimal every day because they are incredibly exhausting it's just the way that the energy is used um, I probably do a maximum of three mediumship readings a day and you'll notice that I've sort of split up whether um, the, the shorter readings are psychic or mediumship just purely so I can manage my own energy um, mediumship comes to me obviously the person is going to be connected to the person that's sitting for the reading so whoever I'm is visiting me for a reading in person or if they're having a telephone or uh, they're in part of one of my group readings their loved one comes with them that energy comes with them it's really um, can be quite confronting when you first feel it and the information comes through to me it's almost like I feel like I'm that person I am it, it is a point of channeling and it is as if supposing a 70 year old woman is coming through and I feel as if I am a 70 year old woman and I want to talk about her life and I want to talk about the names that are appropriate to her if you're booking a mediumship reading it's really important that you set your expectations now the reason i say that is with all of my clients i say the first five minutes of your reading we are going to make sure that we have a connection whether that is a mediumship reading or a psychic reading that connection is going to set us up for the rest of the reading if that connection's not there i can't go ahead so i will refund because it's so important that we keep ourselves honest that's something that I will go into in the ethical side of mediumship for another episode but for me I will see a person almost like in my mind's eye but also I've had people visibly be in front of me that doesn't happen as often as you think it does um, but I can see a vision of the person they have to step forward they have to come closer sometimes so that I can make them out but they will give me information about their life maybe how they died I will feel a pain in my stomach if they had stomach issues I will feel a little bit confused in my head or they will say things like um I remember now if they've had dementia I will feel a pain in my head or they will touch their head if they've had an issue um, and often I know I'm made to feel as if life ends very quickly if it's somebody that's passed in an accident if someone has sadly unalived themselves or hurt themselves they do show me that and sometimes that's really hard to portray to 
the person sitting. Um, but just in essence, I if I feel, I see, I touch, I hear, and I taste all the things that somebody has experienced in their life. And that's how I'm able to portray the information. But when um, spirit really want to talk to me and get my attention, it's almost like I have this television in my head that bubbles away in the background. It's going constantly. It can be um, just like as if you're at home and you've got the television on a low just for company and you're not paying attention to it but it's there it's the the sounds are in the background the images are there flickering in front of you but when you're ready to sit down to watch that show or watch that movie that's when you turn the volume up and and you pay attention to the images that you're being shown that's mostly how i get my information when i sit down and I set my intentions before a reading and I will say the name of the person I'm reading for and say, bring me what you need, bring me what they need and what you want them to know. And then the television gets brighter, the sounds get lighter, louder, sorry, and everything starts playing out in front of me. So if you can imagine, I'm speaking to Gloria who is in Florida and um, Gloria's loved ones are, are giving me information and they're going to show me an image. Now that's not an image of her loved one. Her loved one's energy is probably in my room with me but they're going to give me an image and that image might be of a friend I had in primary school called Elizabeth and I'm going to say to Gloria does the name Elizabeth mean anything to you and she'll go oh that's my mum's name. Okay, and she's showing me on the calendar, August. Is August a relevant birthday or anniversary in your family? Could be somebody living or alive. And she'll go, yes, that's when she died. Is my dad with her? And that's how it goes. I prefer not to have the, is my dad with her because then I can bring the father through as well. But often the information, that's how I get it. Spirit will rely on my memories and they'll push those memories in front of me and I then need to validate that information with the person I'm reading for. They could show me London Bridge and I go, does, does London mean anything to you? Are you travelling there? Or, and it could be that somebody close to them lives there or the person that passed died there but that's how they give me the information I'm really lucky because I do have a lot of memories I'm old I tell you I'm old all the time but names for me are really easy because spirit and I have got it down pat my spirit guides will often flash things in front of me that's from my memory people especially they'll give me um, the image of that person and I will that's the name I need to use and now if I don't have a memory bank of a specific name and obviously I work for people around the world I'm only going to get initials sometimes because names are difficult I don't know a lot of 
um, people with names from different regions of the world. So I may rely on initials. Spirit may just give me an initial. But if I don't know a name or I'm not getting it, they will put something from pop culture in front of me. They'll give me Ed Sheeran for the name Edward. They'll give me Harry Potter for Harry. It's something that I know. It's something that's in my memory bank, but it's not so much a personal memory. And I always say to people, uh, do you know, does the name Harry resonate with you? And that's unless you know a wizard. But that's how I get it. And it's great to be able to relay that information. Now, I've been asked several times, about the timing of things like predictions that I give. People hold on to predictions and the timing so tightly that I prefer not to give timing and I rarely do. For instance, I've told someone something's going to happen around Easter and it's Easter in a year's time so we can't rely on spirit to set the timing. How I do get it is that I'm being made to feel warm for summer or I'm shown a beach for summer. It's general um, signs and symbols that that we've worked on over 20 years. And that's how I get the information. But I always say to all of my clients, if you hold on to the timing and think that a prediction is magically going to happen for you, and you haven't done the work to make that prediction happen, or the positive work in order to receive that prediction. And it could be as simple as you haven't done your affirmations and you haven't worked on your positivity and your belief system that you are deserving of something, then it's not going to happen. If you sit there waiting for something, it's not going to happen. You delay the energy of the movement forward because you're not putting that thought and that energy into your own self and believing that you're worthy and you're expecting someone else to step up and make something happen for you. And it just doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, we all have to do positive movements in order to bring in the positive things in our life. And expecting things to happen for us is never going to be a good way forward. Now, that's not a cop out because I do make world predictions that happen. But the difference in that is that the energy isn't reliant on someone waiting for it to happen. Someone is not sat there tapping their toes expecting this particular instance to happen. They're watching from afar. And that's the difference between the world predictions and world events that I predict that happen. And they happen a lot. I have around an 80% hit rate and personal predictions can be pushed back because of personal energies. I say this time and time again, energy out is energy in and the energy if you're putting out the waiting 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 feeling your prediction is not going to happen and that's just simple universe energy i don't have a rule over it but if it's less of a personal prediction it's just an event or something you're going to see then there's no waiting time for that. You're not expecting it to happen to mark an event or you're not expecting to gain from that particular 
thing for instance in my 10 events if I predict you're going to see a snowman in summer you're not sat there waiting for the snowman in summer because it's not going to have an impact on your life you're waiting for a snowman in you're not waiting for a snowman in summer but you're imagining seeing a snowman in summer and one day in the middle of a summer's day you're going to walk past and see an ice sculpture somewhere that's a snowman that's how it works and it's really important that you don't hold on to timing because timing for spirit from spirit is like a grain of sand on the beach and they work on feelings and energy and it's all energy and I don't want you doubting I don't want anyone doubting my whole reading because the reading as a whole is what spirit want you to know in order to move forward in your life and if you doubt the fact that a whole reading is going to come out to play because of one part of it then you're going to delay everything I hope that's helpful um, for you to understand how I receive my information but one of the most um, important things that a lot of people ask me is how do I start receiving information myself well the honest truth is you're probably already receiving information but you're not paying attention to it those gut feelings that you have that takes you from left to right that is your intuition speaking to you your spirit guides are there to guide you. Now, I'm going to be really honest with you. Because I am the furthest thing from a teacher. I cannot teach people. I am really bad at communicating that something in an educating way that would have structure. Because I don't live by structure. I'm not good at structure. Never have been good at structure. Um... But if you're looking at mentorship and learning to receive information, the first thing I would do is, is look for somebody that has experience in teaching as well as mentoring and mediumship and look at what their course has to offer. But if you want to practice yourself and you can drop your guard enough and let go of your ego enough. I'll touch on ego in a second. But what I always advise people to do is stand still, drop your shoulders, take some deep breaths and tell yourself what you feel. Do you feel scared of something? Well, whose energy are you picking up that you're scared of? Who do you need to tell is scared? Do you feel as if you have a pain somewhere? Is there someone around you that somebody could have passed over that had a pain in that area? Listen to your intuition. Write lots of notes. I, If you dream about something, write it down. It could be a, premon a premonition. If you can't meditate that's okay I never meditate I get all of my downloads or my information or I am at my most relaxed when I'm exercising that's how I get it and it, it could be just as simple as walking around the house doing something else because my guard my thought pattern 
is dropped so I'm open to receiving messages. It's about letting go of your internal ego and allowing the messages to come to you. Listening to them and you can write them down and see what makes sense and practice with your friends. I'm, as I say, I'm not a teacher. It's really hard because this is something that came incredibly natural to me. I have a mentor that's really helped me and helped me on the ethical side of mediumship and really taught me a lot. But as far as receiving information, it's been a lifetime. So for me to try and put that into a course framework and explain it, I'm absolutely rubbish, but there are people out there. I think it's Megan Allison on TikTok. I'm not entirely sure, but I think she runs a really good course and I like her as a medium. She feels really ethical. She feels above board. So if you're interested, go and have a look at her. Um, but for me, I have to let go of anything that I expect to receive and see where it takes me. I don't go looking for things unless it's for a client. So everything you receive on TikTok and things like that are things that spirit and my spirit guides show me naturally. And just on that, I want to talk about just on ego. A lot of people think that ego is showing people that you're better than them or you're... Um, you're competitive or anything like that. Ego isn't necessarily that. Okay, ego is a good thing in every day-to-day -day life. We've all got to have a little bit of ego. When I talk about ego, it's about translating the messages that you get. For instance, I no longer work for friends or do mediumship or psychic readings for friends because my ego will step in and I will want an outcome that is to my best interest because it's a friend of mine and I'm, I don't want to give them bad news or I don't want to pass on information and or if it is bad information that I f personally don't like someone they're connected with it can cause all sorts of dramas ego steps in the way of us delivering pure and clean messages and if you can let go of ego and your expectations of what you are going to receive, you will be stepping in the right direction. A lot of people don't understand this because I make world events um, predictions on social media. And social media covers the whole world. And I'll often get comments from people talking about oh, you could have read that in the news or yeah, that's happening now or, or oh yeah, she's left wing or right wing or pink or purple or whatever. And the honest truth is that I have no attachment to the outcome of my predictions other than I'd really like everyone to be safe and not be hurt. But when I talk about things in the political realm, got no attachment to it because I I really don't care. It's not my country. It's not my political party. I'm not affiliated with any political party. 
But people really don't understand that everything I give, every single bit of information I get comes from spirit. My spirit guides or in the case of personal readings for people, your spirit guides or those that you have lost. And that's a really important thing to note. If you can't get your head around that, then you have no place in spirituality. Spirituality goes a lot further than just receiving predictions. It covers every realm of our life and how we feel, how we treat others, how we look at the world. And a lot of times we look and make comments on things and that's where our ego steps in. It's our ego wanting to get our point across and we're right and all of that. So yeah, just try and if you're really wanting to move into this spirituality and maybe test your own abilities, lean into the letting go of ego or letting go of the outcome of something and see how that serves you a little bit better than holding on tight to what you really want to happen. Well, that's about it for today's episode. I hope you have enjoyed it. Um, let me know in the comments what you'd like me to look at in the future, any topics you'd like discussed and uh, what you'd like this podcast to look like in the future. It has been an absolute pleasure. And yes, that snoring in the background now is boof. He has finally given up on the reindeer. And on that note, we will say goodbye to you and see you next time. Take care.